0: This is when we turn up the party. All night feels good. We can't decide. This is when we turn up the party. All night feels good. We can't decide. <laughs> turn up the party. Turn up the party. Party party. Turn up the party. All right, hey everybody! It is October twenty second, two thousand twenty one. It's the Geeks Next Door episode number two hundred and eighty five, the one where I'm kind of by myself right now. Um, We're from six members down to one, but it is also Friday night instead of Thursday, and we usually do this podcast on Thursday night, so um, not as many people here tonight uh, since it's a Friday night. Um, Weddings, anniversaries, all kinds of stuff going on. So yeah. Um, so we'll just talk about a few things this evening, unless somebody comes and jumps on, in which case we'll, uh, we'll let them on, maybe we can hear their words, hopefully, because you don't want to hear me talking all night, it gets boring, I'm not very exciting. But anyways, we'll go ahead and talk about a few things that happened this week. So, the big news for us was Dune, we finally got to see Dune, about a, a year behind schedule. Um at the theaters our first return trip to the theater since uh, james bond was canceled due to the shooting uh, i wasn't a big deal just somebody walked in fired a couple rounds in the probably in the air because he was a douchebag and they had to cancel all the movies cancel my quesadilla cancel my french fries cancel my dinner um so our first movie back it was only a week ago so it's not like we were boycotting the theater or anything we just haven't been back since six days Um, So it was a rare Thursday night movie, because Friday night, tonight, a few of the guys were gone, so we couldn't really see it. And like I said, we've been waiting for a year, so we went and saw the Thursday night at 7 o'clock showing. Uh, It was a big production. We had, let's see, three of the wives go? And the wives never go to movies. Well, mine goes sometimes. Tiffany goes sometimes, but Hannah rarely goes. Uh, But it was nice seeing everybody there. Um, Dan made an appearance. You don't know Dan, but I know Dan, and it's good seeing him. So Dune, there's a few things. Dune is two hours and 40 minutes long. What is the running time from the original? Running time, Dune, 1984. Okay, so I guess that's two hours and 17 minutes, which is actually, (laughs) okay. So 1984 Dune, huge fan, love, you know, grew up on it. All of its entities introsy- introsy- you know, what I'm trying to say, um, internal dialogue, just ridiculous flying fat flying fat men for better, right for lack of a better word. The they actually showed the guild navigators who've been mutated over thousands of years or whatever. I mean, they went for it, right? And I love it because of that. So, I don't know, actually never saw the. Wasn't there another one? I think there was a uh, like a mini series or two that I never watched. I don't know why. I should go back and check them out. Uh, but anyway, so this Dune, two hours and 40 minutes, and it reaches about the one hour mark in the first Dune. So, if you're familiar with the. Now, we I mean weren't doing any spoilers here, but if you're familiar with the first, the 1984 book or Dune or even the book. I mean, it, it lays it right out there on Front streak. It says part one in the title, <laughs> which is cool. I kind of wish I would have known that, though. Because they end the movie right when it's getting good. Like, right when you're like, okay. This felt like a setup for a movie. A two-hour and 40-minute setup for a movie. You need to know the setting. You need to know what's going on with the with the great houses of the Rot. You need to know what the emperor is doing. You need to know what each of the houses means to each other. And you need to meet these Fremen people and the whole uh, religious side of it. Uh, they definitely harped more on the religious side earlier than they did in the 1984 book. Um, there's a lot of the Fremen mentioning things about the about the prophecy early on some of them even believing that he is like that that was not a case in the original one it was about you know just shit happening but anyways casting was all good I enjoyed the casting um Paul Moadib uh Uso whatever you want to call him he only gets Paul in this in this uh in this version though he's still known as Paul which apparently my wife thinks is the worst name ever she had a a, a lot of laughing on the way home about Paul I don't know why just doesn't like Paul. Um, They tease you at the end with the sandworm riding and such, but uh, it's definitely worth it. It's a spectacle. I know it came out on HBO on the same night, but we... I mean, it's Dune. It's beautiful. You want to see that in the big screen. So we did. And I enjoyed myself. I think everybody pretty much enjoyed themselves. My only, like I said, I I left a little unfulfilled, I think, is the best word. Because you know what's coming and you want to see it and you don't get to see it i think that's that must be what i'm thinking, what i'm feeling i never really voiced it out loud but i think unfulfilled is a good word for it if you're familiar with the original like the, a lot of people have saw this movie that i talked to had we're not familiar with the book we're not familiar with the with the 1984 version and they didn't mention anything like that they didn't say that they didn't say they were un, they just said it was good i enjoyed it i enjoyed this part this part but i think when i Left with was a feeling of being a bit unfulfilled because you're left at a part where shit's gonna start going down, right? I mean, you see the beginning part. I guess if I had, I never really read the Harry Potter books, but they did the same thing with the book seven or whatever, right? Definitely Hollows part one and two, and maybe if I had read that books, I would feel the same. But I don't know. But it was it was definitely enjoyable, so. I uh, had a good time. Where are we going from here? Imperion. Let's talk about Empyrean. I've been playing a lot of this Imperion, so I've actually I've set a schedule for myself. <laughs> uh, I set a schedule for myself on what days I'm playing specific games, simply because I have so many games and I wanted to make it a little more organized so I could tell what days I'm what nights I'm playing which games. And last night was Imperion which is fun. You can kind of think of it as a seven days to die kind of survival game, but they streamline it a lot. It's, it's a lot easier. I mean, actually, the, the, the learning curve was pretty rough for the first day or so, but after that, I got over it pretty easily. Um, but what drew me to it is that you get to build, like, ships and land vehicles and capital ships, and there's these aliens that hunt you and attack and stuff. My first base... I mean, I have a vod out there from the first time I played it, and I was so proud of it. Put all these wood blocks down. Put up a gun, ready to defend myself. And then these three drones show up and just destroyed my base. <laughs> I did some stuff wrong, and now I'm, I'm excited that my second base is up, and I'm interested to see it being it defend itself, which hopefully it can. And I got a little, I got a little baited because the first time these like three aliens showed up with guns. I can take them out. Second time was drones. I couldn't really take out the drones before they destroyed my entire base. But like I said, it 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 simpli- it sim- streamlines things. So if you need to build a let's say you need to build a I don't know a shield generator, it tells you you need to build a computer, you need nanotubes, you need microchips or whatever. And then it specifically says, oh, to build a computer you need Electronics, And then it lets you know if you have all the stuff. You push build on the main thing, and it automatically builds all the missing requirement or missing components you have as long as you have the raw materials to do so. And so it makes it a lot easier to build those more complicated things and stuff. Um, I'm looking forward to getting into the, the point of the game. And there is a narrative to it. I, I kind of followed the narrative for a while, so it wasn't just me building a base and having it destroyed. Um, learning the game is obviously a big part of it. Uh, but now I got a kitchen up and running. I got uh, an armory, uh, a couple of ga- a couple of guns to defend the base. I think we're figured out how to purify water. That was a huge thing. It shouldn't have been, but it was a huge thing. Um, so now we're ready, ready to go. Even figuring out how to move blocks and get rid of blocks and stuff. Because you know every game has its little. I still can't say the word. Uh, everyone, Every game has these little things that you need to learn to kind of figure out what to do. Um, even Minecraft. If you play Minecraft raw, I'm, I still remember the first night I played Minecraft and I was lost. Because you don't know the key bindings uh, unless you look them up. And you don't know the, the uh, crafting components unless you look them up. So you feel a little lost. Until you get back into it, so. Uh, but yeah, it's a fun game. It's been out for a long time. It just released a big update, I think. Maybe even went. Uh, see, it's one point six. Just came up here. I guess I can show it. Um, and so the graphics are fine. They're not amazing. I'll show you what it looks like here. Uh, unless you're just listening to this and you're not gonna you know it, but yeah, the graphics are fine, right? It does stuff. You can build a little base. Here's your capital ships you can build. There's little creatures you can shoot. Um, But, uh, and it is multiplayer. So I did start a server, but I doubt anybody's ever going to join. You know, these games, they come and go. Um, So we'll see. I don't know how long we'll we'll give it, but... Sorry, I think my mic went out for a second, but... um, I don't know how long we'll give it, but we will give it, and we'll see what happens. So that's Empyrean. That's what I've been doing recently. I finished a show. I started and finished a show. Let's see if it shows up. I don't know if it will. Ah, it does. Another Life. Uh, now I can see who's in it. because So Season 2 of Another Life came out. And if you're not familiar with this, Season 1, about a year ago, uh, it's got uh, Starbuck from the new Battlestar. Uh, Katie Sackhoff is her name. That's the only person I really know. I'm sure there's other people in there that are... Interesting. Uh, this show is exciting. suspensable suspenseful, says Netflix. It's on Netflix. Um, four, eight, ten, ten episodes? Yeah, ten episodes, each one about 40 minutes or so. Yeah, let's check season two. Season two, they're all under 40, except for one that's 47. Oh, no, it's 45. Wow, I never noticed what a dichotomy there is. In, like, this one is 36, and this one's 47. Oh, interesting. Um... It's interesting because it kind of meanders. It's like a sci-fi show that meanders. Half of the first season is about... uh, Well, basically, the the synopsis doesn't give anything away. You can see it in the trailer. Uh, An alien, like, in Dome lands on Earth. They figure out where it's from, and they're sending an expedition uh, to that home star to figure out who they are and what they want. And it's going to take, like, months, like nine months or something. And so the first season is kind of pretty much about the crew making that, uh... making that journey and their interaction with each other and how they react to one another. I mean, the episodes for season one are Nervous Breakdown, Guilt Trip, um... Heart and Soul. I mean, they're all about... They're all about, uh... their relationships with the people they left behind, their relationships with the people on the ship, and... A little bit about the aliens that they're trying to find. Now, season two kicks it into, this is basically about aliens. And, A, they introduce you to more than one species. Uh, It's all of, and and it's a lot more action-y than when season one was. Which is cool, because it doesn't really fit the genre. I mean, I guess it's a sci-fi genre, but... It's not just action. I guess I, I'm trying to think Battlestar was the same way, but Battlestar did a good job of balancing the action and the kind of interpersonal skills. Season one was like 80% interpersonal skills and like 20% action. Season two, they kind of flipped that, where it's like 80% action, 20% interpersonal kind of relationships and such. Really good show, though. I highly recommend it. Um, you're, you're gonna get it's 10, 10 episodes each 40 minutes so it's 800 minutes so you're gonna get through it in what is that about 14 hours so you could sit down watch two seasons 14 hours of your life then go to sleep for a day you're happy everybody's happy um, well worth the time putting it that you put into it though it was really good um, I was hoping somebody else would join us, but that's okay. Because the last two things I want to talk about are trailers. Uh, we got the full Batman trailer, which we actually saw before Dune, which was kind of cool. Um, so you get to see all that neat Batman stuff going on. There's a lot to talk about within that trailer. But I'm going to save that for another day and talk just a little bit about the Flash trailer. I was really excited by the Flash trailer. I mean you get to see and if you remember right this is the one that's going to have I think they're doing flashpoint basically or a version of it so they're having multiple black batmans multiple flashes and they give this away in the, in the teaser already and this is the one where we heard that um, uh, what's his nuts is going to come back for Batman uh, Michael Keaton there you go he's going to be his new Batman and apparently he's signed a really long deal so I guess he's most likely going to be the kind of the bat the guy in the chair the Batman in the chair after he retires uh, I forgot the name of that run but yeah um, so yeah this uh, this intrigued me I'm looking forward to watching that in fact it comes out November 4th of next year so we got a year, year and a year to change and um, the last, one of the first movies I remember going to as a kid with my dad was Tim, was the Batman, uh, was Michael Keaton's Batman, the first one And I don't know why I vividly remember it. I remember I went with my friend Peter, but he brought us, my dad brought us to a late show. It was like, I think it might have been a midnight show, but I don't know if they had those back then. Maybe I'm just misremembering them, but it was a late show. It was like 10. Um, Was that 87 that came out? When did that come out? Uh, Let's see, go. Michael Keaton. Batman. Oh, it's going to tell me everything about the original, or the new one, isn't it? Uh, I, maybe it was just called Batman back then? I don't know, but it's going to... <laughs> Batman movie, 1989. 1989 came right up. That makes sense. Okay, so 1989. So I was 12... 11 or 12, depending on what month it came out. So it might have just been like nine o'clock and it felt like it was late because I was 12 years old and staying up late for a movie was awesome. And so I made a reservation. I said, I said, Kenny, it's my dad, November 5th, 2022, we're going to go see this movie. He doesn't know why yet. It's a Flash movie. He doesn't know why I wanted him to make go see a Flash movie. But it's because that's the first movie I remember going seeing. And he brought me to that. So I want to bring him to the movie that brings Michael Keaton's Batman back. I don't know if he'll even remember or if he'll even care. But we didn't see a lot of movies growing up. And that's the one I remember. That's the one that uh, was awesome. So I made him reserve that time. November 5th, 2022. The day after it comes out, we'll go to a matinee show in a reclining chair. Because I know he always hated going to movies nowadays because the chairs are always small. And we'll get a quesadilla because I always tell them how good the quesadillas are. And we'll just sit back and watch Michael Keaton again. And I will relive uh, my memories from from those years gone back. So that is what I. That's it there. Um, I'm almost through uh, the Sandman comic, the first one, Preludes, and. Uh, I have to look it up real quick. Preludes, and Nocturnes. There is a picture right there. I'm almost through that. Um, it's, it's a quick read. and I just It's been a long time since I read it. I didn't even have my my version anymore. I remember I got the trade paper back a long time ago. Um, just because somebody gave it to me. Told me to read it. So I'm almost through this, and then uh, I'll try probably another two or so, just because it's, it's interesting. I don't dig the art as much as I would like but the story and the writing is really good so um, is that it I think that's it I know it's really quick tonight because I don't have anybody to talk to and I'm not hear anybody's opinions about anything Um flying to North Carolina in 12 hours so we leave on the plane be down there see some of my family gone for a couple days roll on back um, be back for d Tuesday so to make sure we don't miss any d nights And that's it. Thanks for joining me for this quick episode. Uh, Sorry the other guys aren't here this evening. We will be back next Thursday, and I'm sure we'll rehash all these topics. I want to hear everybody's um, uh, opinion of Dune. I want to to hear their trailer information. I want them all to play Imperion, but they won't. Uh, I mean, nobody's online at night anymore. People got too much to do. Uh, So that's it. Thanks for joining us. Uh, We'll be gone, and I'll talk to you later.